0: Okay, so you organized all this? Well, no, it was more like uh, orchestrated. Yes. Connected a few dots here, put a few people there, and voila, here you have it. Oh, okay. Well, this is really impressive. Yeah, you could say I'm working on my cloud campaign. Hey, this is Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Join me on the flip as we talk about connect the dots, rule it all. I'll see you then. All right, so recently I've been trying to learn what it takes to put on certain types of events, and I'm just going to cut to the chase and say that it is I don't have the patience for it. And so I was talking to someone who does this all the time. And once she laid out all of the spinning plates that have to keep going, the different projects and the binders and the books that she uses for these things, I was like, uncle, And I was, I I just was like, why would you put yourself through this? And she absolutely loves it. But then she said something that reminded me of a lesson that I have had to learn in my wheelhouse. And that was, she said that she networks. It's all about having a very good network. And it all clicked. And so today I want to talk to you about not only networking, but how do you connect the dots? And I will say this, that when you can connect dots, you can rule it all. There are um, many different avenues and 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 roads that all lead to Rome, if you will. And so today, I'm just going to be talking a little bit about uh, some wisdom smacks on how to infiltrate, how to get in, and learn some things, um, and get to a point where you are a mover and a shaker, and you are doing what you want. Many times, I've had people ask me, "Well, you know, Michelle, how did you uh, become this, or how did you uh, figure out that?" and, and When I look back over it, the some of the things that I'm going to be talking to you about today in our wisdom smack is uh, things that I had to learn, things that were taught to me, and so I'm passing it on to you. So the first thing I want to say is is that if you ever want to know how to get into a certain field, get into an industry, uh, organization, or whatever, you need to learn how things are done. Too many times. I have been guilty of it in the past and people that I've actually helped have been guilty with using an outsider's understanding of what is actually going on. One of the biggest things that I can help you with with regards to wisdom, if you ever want to get into an industry that doesn't seem like it is open, is to do your due diligence to understand the infrastructure. And when we're talking about the infrastructure, yes, I am talking about who are the perceived stars and who uh, who are the movers and shakers. But then more so, who are the puppet masters? Who are the people who hold the actual power? And they, and this is the thing that has always amazed me: that if you ever see someone visibly no matter how much money it seems like they have, how much power, knowledge, or whatever, there is always going to be another person, an organization, a group, or whatever behind the scenes that has even more power. And it is something about understanding that underpinning of the foundation of the, tr- the tr- where the true power is that has fascinated me. And it wasn't until I started understanding that and uh, looking for sussing out who really does have the power that I started to understand that when you can connect the dots, understand how things are done, get a good network and a whole bunch of other stuff we're going to talk about today, that you can end up ruling it all. And you never need be that person who's out in front. Now, we're taught in our society, Western society, that we need to be outgoing, we need to be influential, we need to be seen and all of this kind of stuff. And yes and no, it just depends. Yesterday, uh, we talked about uh, knowing some things about yourself to to know your true value. And one of those things was to know your timing, know when, know, you know where and when you are and that goes over into today, that if you understand where you are in your journey, and a lot of times it will be obvious, especially if you're starting out or if you're established, but those in-between times so in those intermediate times are going to be a little tricky. But try to keep some type of level-headedness and groundedness to Remember where you are in the process so that you won't mess up and you you won't get it wrong. And the reason why I say that is because when you're setting out to achieve some type of goal, there are going to be gatekeepers. There are going to be um, key holders. There are going to be uh, the power brokers. There are going to be... um, the mascots there're just so many different people and organizations that are going to be the ones that help or hinder your progress i'll i'll tell you there was a program i was trying to get in and i was doing my best to do all of this and understand how the game was played and all of that and this was the biggest aha that I got because I thought I understood truly how to understand uh, and read between the lines. But there was another component that I was missing. And I'll just be honest, it was a, a academic program that was very strenuous and I thought I had done everything I needed to to learn the infra- infrastructure and all of that. But what I didn't realize was that In learning the infrastructure of where I was trying to go, I didn't understand its hierarchy. And so when I did not get in, I didn't even realize until after the fact that they answered to someone above them and that I had cachet with the people who they answered to. And so the people above them were like, well, why didn't you just tell us you were trying to do this? We would have just gone on and made it happen. But by that time, it was a missed opportunity I'd gotten somewhere else. And I was like, no, thank you, I'm okay. And so I wanna just say this, is that when you're when you're going about trying to uh, get to the next plateau, get, get the accolades, get whatever it is you're trying to get, understand the environment of the industry or the sector, but then understand where it is in a hierarchical standpoint. Is it the apex? Is it the top? Or is it somewhere in the middle or the bottom? Are there other places, other people, other organizations that have more power and have effect on them? And the reason why I want to make sure that you understand this is because a lot of times the infrastructure has nothing to do with the immediate place or organization or thing you're trying to affect. So you might be, say, for instance, you're trying to um, uh, you're you're trying to become an actor. And you think that understanding who the director and the casting people are, and I'm not in this industry, you guys, so I'm not able to give you a really good example. I'm just, I, I'm actually doing what I asked you not to do, and that is an observers, whatever. But for the sake of this, let's go on with it. And you think that, okay, I understand the people at the company and, and the writers and the backers and all this kind of stuff. And that's well and fine, only to not have done your true homework and understand that this is a project that's being funded by some folks who it's the end of the quarter, the month, the year, or whatever, and they need to um, invest some monies or it will um, not be able to be used the way, or they'll get taxed, or whatever it is. And so you might be having to, you might need to look at adjacent industries. And uh, maybe you need to look at the laws and, and, and things that are causing the flow of money uh, to go in different places. And I will say that that little part, I, I didn't have that in my notes, but I want to say that and make sure you understand it right now. Wisdom is knowing the flow of money. And, and who's flowing it, which way it's going, um, and even understanding if there are any things coming down the way that will cause it to speed up, slow down, stop, or be infused, because that'll also help you. So it's kind of more like doing your due diligence. There's this old saying that says that um, the biggest gangster spends more time researching his target than he does actually roughing him up. And I, I was just amazed that I was like, you know what, truly, if you would want to have a greater success at anything, you'll do your due diligence, you'll vet and you'll research and everybody has to do it. You got to learn what you're getting into. So now that we have talked a little bit about the underpinnings of connecting the dots to rule it all, uh, I want to I wanna talk about the idea of uh, progress and the idea of uh, what it takes to actually get something uh, done, get something achieved so that you can um, help others, help yourself. And that starts with just that thing. One of the movies that I did not understand until I was older uh, was the Godfather trilogy. And his whole premise is a good example of this, how he was able to amass so much power by understanding his network, building his network on a whole bunch of different favors, and Understanding that it needed to be diversified, like a a well-balanced, diversified portfolio. And so we're we're no different. We need to do the same. And so when you're trying to connect the dots to get to where you are trying to be, do not scoff at having diversity. Just because you might be in one industry does not mean that you don't uh, make introductions into Other industries, because the whole thing about connecting the dots is really not that much about what you can do. Remember in the A part where the scenario was that the person was able to pull off all this stuff, and it wasn't that they did all the work, it was because they had this broad network of people that they could call in favors and they could ask for things. That's kind of what we're talking about here. And and in doing that, there are certain things that I learned from watching that trilogy of The Godfather. And I'm probably sure you're saying, Well, Michelle, that's not really what that movie was about. But hey, that's what I got out of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then there is another one that I talked about. It's um Netflix and it's called The Black Godfather. And it's the same principle. Uh, Clarence Avant, uh, an American um uh, manager, talent manager, talent scout, and manager. That came up through the '60s and the '70s. Um, he was able to do so much. Uh, he talks about and gave homage to his mentor, but he was able to do so much. And even as a black man, uh, because he started learning all of these things that we're talking about today, uh, there are so many people that sing his praises. There are so many people that would not be in our zeitgeist, in our psyche, uh, if not for this man. And he's probably a name you've never heard before unless you've watched that um, that documentary. And that just goes to show you, just like I said, a lot of times the real movers and shakers, the real power broker, brokers, you'll never know their names. They, they work behind the scenes and they're very happy to do that. And so I like to look at them, instead of godfathers and great networkers, I like to look at them as masterminds. Because with a mastermind, I used to think that a mastermind was a genius. And yes, a mastermind can be a genius, but a mastermind is someone or some people who are able to assemble a great group of professionals, of experts, of people who are able to get done the feat at hand. And so I look at if you are wanting to achieve your goals, you you darn near need to start learning how to quickly identify the masterminds. And as soon as you can, learn how to become a mastermind. Now, that's easier said than done, and I wish I could say that I have mastered that. That is something I'm still working on. Uh, it is not in my natural wheelhouse, and so I kind of look at it as a trait that I can just be in awe of. But it's not it's not hard, but the execution of it is where you can get into some things. So learning how to uh, evaluate, what people bring to the table, learning how to read the scene accordingly, learning that infrastructure that we just spent so much time talking about. And get this, learning who truly has clout and cachet. So let me talk about cachet. And uh, (laughs) I remember when I was a little kid and I would see cachet written out, I was like, catch it. (laughs) <laughs> and my, it was my grandmother who was like, no, that stands for cachet, and I remember her making me get get the dictionary out and read it. And so to this day, I am always fond and get a little giggle about the word cachet. So when we talk about this, cachet is when you have a a distinguished mark or a stamp of approval from higher powers that be. It's kind of like you have that letter of introduction or a credit line where you're able to do more than um, what you would normally be able to do. You you have more resources at your disposal. And so when I think of a mastermind, I think of a person who has a lot of clout and a lot of cachet. Um, because of this, you have uh, the ability to move with the power of uh, the person or persons that you're in proxy of. And that is When I started understanding that part, and listen to me, guys, because this will help you. This is a wisdom smack. When I started realizing that being able to get where you want to get and do what you need to do, it's not necessarily about schmoozing. It's not necessarily about pandering to people as much as it is about understanding this part that you need to be able to quickly assess where the resources are, who needs to be um, uh, in the spotlight, who is fine from behind, and get this, learning how to do uh, what is needed to help them. Uh, there, There is so much... If you just do a study on a true mastermind, usually the mastermind is the servant to the group they assemble because... They want to make sure that the people who are able to do their jobs or what they bring to the table, they're free to be able to do that. And so the mastermind usually takes a subservient position and the mastermind is usually willing to do favors for, to make introductions to, to give people what they need. I oftentimes think of uh, movies uh, like Ocean's Eleven and all of these things when you look at how they uh, portray masterminds. And the masterminds, if they've done it, I think in the right way, the most realistic way, the mastermind, yes, they do come up with a plan. Yes, they do go out and source for the talent. But if you look at the application of the plan and the talent doing what they need to do. The mastermind, a lot of times is doing all of the things that it takes to, uh, make sure that they're able to do what they need to do. And so when I started, uh, Considering this big project that I wanted to pull off. I'm still going to pull it off But uh, and started going and uh, taking my own advice and learning a little bit about the industry, the movers and shakers, how things are done, making sure that I am not trying to come into an industry and step on the toes of someone who holds the real power, understanding the different types of power. We've talked about those many times on this podcast. I was led to be able to talk with this person person and she confirmed what I was starting to to gather that you have to have a really big network or just certain things won't get done and if you don't know the right people no matter how much money how much you've done they will not they will not be moved because if they don't know you or if somebody that they know is not willing to speak up for you it's a wrap it's not happening and so that was the thing that got me to like oh my gosh it's well it's well past the networking So let me go back and recap real quick of what we've covered to be able to truly connect dots to rule it all. You first and foremost want to understand the infrastructure and the environment. Learn who the movers and shakers are. Those are usually going to be the people out front that you can quickly identify. But for every one of those, no matter how rich, important they seem, there's always going to be a person or persons beneath the scenes, behind the screen, that are the true puppet masters with the true power. And then you want to look at the people who are masterminds, who are the great networkers, who are the ones that get stuff done. They a lot of times may be in that background or they may be people in service to the people in the background. The next thing you want to do is identify who has cachet and then start building yours. Start learning how to gain favor with people. And the way you want to start gaining favor with people is understanding that you're going to have to give some boons. You're going to have to uh, give people what they want and broaden your base of who you deal with. Don't just stick with one industry because you become as valuable as your resource list, you become as valuable as okay. Do you know this person and this person? And you never know that you might know a great plumber who needs a violinist. Uh, to play at his daughter's wedding. And that violinist may need a great cobbler to make them special shoes. I mean, it just continues to go on and on. And like I said before, I, I highly recommend The Black Godfather on Netflix. Netflix because they even graphically draw out when he's talking about how he was able to do all of this they draw out all of these different areas that these people came from and they're like you know Clarence you know Clarence and he was able to put them together and it's like a beautiful orchestra that you see coming together for him to pull off massive things like he helped uh make history over and over again by pulling off large movements where it would have taken so much money but because he was the mastermind he was humble enough to be in the background not requiring all of the uh, accolades and continuing to build great relationships understanding how this stuff worked he was able to do some great things so let's let's move on because I have a few more things I want to tell you before I let you go about these wisdom smacks and how to really get in uh, to where you're trying to go and what you're trying to achieve. All right. So once you've got the infrastructure starting to build some cachet, starting to do some networking, uh, understanding uh, who and, uh, and how, what I want you to do is, is Learn and embrace the law of affection. E F F E C T I O N, the law of affection. The first time I heard it was in the book The Millionaire Fast Lane by M J DeMarco, written for um entrepreneurs. Both that one and his uh, book after that, I recommend you get them. I'll put the link in the description for The Millionaire Fast Lane. And he talked about the law of affection. And simply put, it's this: it says that. Uh, The more lives you affect in an entity you control uh, in scale and or magnitude, the richer you will become. So basically, the more people you help based on the power or the control that you have to be able to do so, the richer you will be. And uh, MJ even goes on to say, if you want a million dollars, help a million people. And in the context of his word help, he's actually using it as being useful because y'all know how I am about helping usefulness. So if you want a million dollars, be useful to uh, what is worth a million people, you know, or or however that uh, tracks for you. And then this is the thing um, that I noticed from the young lady that I was talking with. Um, She spends a lot of time mounting a clout campaign. And y'all, let me just, I know my time is fast moving away, but I just want to take a moment to talk about a campaign because it, I thought I knew what a campaign was until, but I didn't until I started studying strategy and things. And so when you're talking about a campaign, A campaign is a strategy level event. And underneath a campaign, you have a movement, you have a a war, you have a battle, I mean, a a battle, uh, and those types of things. And so, it's a high level thing. And uh, that means that it's not going to be Uh, made overnight. And what you'll need to do is you'll need to understand how to put all the parts together and be very good at assembling something to make a a campaign. And so when we were talking, the, the young lady and I, she was telling me how many years she had spent working here, doing that, volunteering here, getting a chance to know these other people. And it wasn't just, you know, so that she could use them. She was genuinely interested, but her clout quotient is so big and she has the cachet of a lot of different organizations and stuff. And that's how she's able to pull off very large events very quickly by making a few phone calls. Okay. So this is another thing that I learned watching, uh, the, uh, Black Godfather that I was actually able to put in Use for my own self, and that was to understand a few more things um, about networking and reading comprehension or observation. Okay, so let me just quickly go over those. And that is, we've already talked about uh, having a diversified portfolio when it comes to your network, but another thing is to always remember that everything truly is connected, worlds do cross over. But more so, you want to be able to stack favors, gain friends from various industries, and help them to make deals without requiring payment or compensation or consideration, except for a possible favor in the future. And yes, I had seen this in The Godfather, especially the first one, but It was a little fuzzy until I actually saw how it was uh, laid out in uh, such clarity in the, the Black Godfather documentary. And then the next thing about understanding and having a true comprehension for what you read and what you see was this. If you are reading, you want to read for the understanding as well as to know what to ask that will benefit you or the, or the parties that you represent. Too many times, we are so busy trying to um, just understand what's going on that we don't look past that to know that you don't just read to understand what's there. You read so that you understand and then you can turn it around and get as many benefits out of it as possible for you and those you are uh, representing. All right, like knowing what to ask for, knowing the why and the how behind it, that was another wisdom smack. That if I had used that during that academic situation, things would have been different. I might not even be talking to y'all today because I would have been doing something else, but it really does help to, to to know this and I'm hoping that by just giving you guys a little bit of insight to be able to shortcut it that you'll be able to get to some of the things that you want. and um how you look at these these things you may or may not be the mastermind. You may or may not be the networker. heck, you might be the clandestine, Uh, stealthy power broker of a situation. It's up to you. But just even knowing how this whole thing uh, sets up is very helpful. So as I'm bringing this to a close, I want to make sure that if you're just starting out and you're trying to infiltrate, if you will, into an industry or something, that you need to learn uh, first and foremost to have some endurance and perseverance as you figure out what the industry is like, the movers of the shakers, the power brokers, and then the adjacent industries, the hierarchies. And then you learn how to truly network, build up your cachet and your clout, and be willing to do for others, even when you don't feel like it, or even when they've been mean to you. Because eventually, those very people, that you think were being mean to you will be the ones that are there for you when you need a favor. So guess what? My time is up. I thank you for yours. Don't forget that you are able to connect dots. You're able to make things happen so that you can rule it all and Thank you for listening and joining me. This has been Michelle Spivey, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to check the show notes, use our Amazon link, and I am going to see you all tomorrow because this is a daily podcast. Have a good one, y'all. Bye.